nation. No more struggle. No more challenges. No more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage. The battle of your business. The battle of your finances. The battle of your sickness. The battle of your shame. The battle of your disgrace. The battle of your setback. The battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. People are thinking wearing the ring is a prestige without thinking about the cost that goes into wearing the ring. And to the extent that people even think more of the wedding day. Um, they can go extensively to nations or countries across the oceans to get themselves wedding gowns and suits and whatever. And to them, that is what defines marriage. And they would gather people from all walks of life. In fact, people even wait to plan their marriage or their wedding based on people that are going to come from other parts of the world. So they wait for them to arrive before they even marry. So their minds, the mindset of entering into marriage in the first place it's very wrong. We, we don't lay very good foundations. Sometimes we don't even get to know each other. You ask the person, how long have you been, I mean, talking or meeting? He said, oh, uh, it's been some time, but I know the person. If you really investigate, you realize that the two couples that are going into the marriage don't really know themselves at all. But they are just going into it based on love at first sight. Some even marry based on the net. They just go on the net and they see a lady and they think this is the lady I want to go out with and I want to marry. And so they make the arrangement on the net and they enter into marriage. They start dating on the net and they end up marrying. As if it takes the net to marry. It doesn't happen that way. A whole lot of things are happening and we always think the marriage institution is a bad institution. So it's even scaring some people to even go into marriage because we misapply the importance of marriage we've neglected what the word of god teaches or what god stands for as far as marriage is concerned so you see the younger ones entering into it or the older ones entering into it with this notion that at least um every woman is a woman every man is a man i want to stick with the person and we are going out and sometimes the funny thing is that we enter into these marriages without seeking spiritual consent because now it is common for everybody to go to the court and sign or register for his or her marriage. So when the person is in church or is under any religious body or whatever it is and you are going to scrutinize the relationship. You mean what I mean by scrutinize the relationship? If you want to dip, I mean, dig deep into the relationship and find out when the people met themselves, what has transpired, what has gone on, um, does the woman really know the man? Does the man really know the woman? It's like you are boring them. We, we are in a hurry to, 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 to take the bus. And you are telling us we should slow down. We, we, we are, the people are in a hurry. They, they, they are in a hurry to marry. And you are telling them, 
tell me how do you know yourself when did you meet and all it's like you're boring them so the best thing for them is that look if you would delay us we'll just go somewhere and we'll do it and they easily walk to the court because at the place no at that place nobody will ask you who is your pastor who is your marriage counselor who is whatever other they ask you when do you want to marry you give them the date they tell you okay go and prepare because other people have already booked and so when you go there they read a short thing for you and then the two of you pledge and you commit you wear your rings you become mr and mrs by ordinance you've married and then such people marry they either change the church they attend or they come back to the church they are mr and mrs forgetting that it is not the i do that you say there that is the end of the situation it is just part of it but the real situation is living the two of you living together that is the most important thing so most people enter into religion without first seeking for information you meet a young of long ladies or gentlemen who want to marry and you ask them what do you see about the lady who oh, i love her what, what, what do you see about the man who oh, i love him he is cute he's like this who told you it's about cuteness it's about character i mean who goes to buy a gadget and you don't know how the gadget functions and you say you come in to operate it how many of you will take money go and buy an expensive gadget be it television or whatever and then you bring it home you don't check the voltage whether the voltage is 110 or it's 240 and then you just pluck it and you say you are using it it will give you problems in the same vein if you are you, people enter into marriages and they just pluck the marriage in into a higher voltage and they start getting explosions and definitely when the explosion comes there will be divorce that is why you see people beating one another in the marriage insulting one another in the marriage and and getting head over heels in the marriage because that is not what they were expecting before they entered into the marriage they, they have an over expectation of the relationship people think entering into marriage is a paradise once i marry that is the end of my troubles and when you meet people today that's what they think i want to marry i want to marry pastor may check pastor i'm delaying i want to marry no no this is, pray for me people move to pray from one prayer camp to another one pastor to another from one bishop to another from one prophet to another just because of marriage marriage occupies their mind and they forget about everything in fact even in the office when they are working they forget that they are working they are only thinking about marriage any man that passes by them they are thinking that whether this man is another one coming to propose so now we see all kinds of dressing all kinds of body exposures and all those things just for marketing sake we are marketing ourselves so when the men are not even looking you want to do it for them to see that you are around don't you even see me i'm here and, and we think, some of us also think that sex is, is the ultimate of marriage. So, you see, this holy thing, holy, holy thing is killing me. I mean, I can't stay like that. I need to marry and be fine. Yes, it's good. But you have to know that sex is not the order of day as far as marriage is concerned. You see, entry into that thing is very sweet. Amen. And, and, and you are so happy that you are going to, oh my God, on your wedding day. Oh, 
or when you hear that you are going to have it, your body will be shaking. You realize that when you are talking, your voice is not even there because you are going to marry. It's good. But you have to count the cost. You have to know what marriage is made up, what goes into it. You have to know what women like. You have to know what the man likes. The likes and dislikes. You have to know the composition of the man, the psychological framework of the man you are going to marry. The emotional framework of the person. How does the person think? How does he react to issues? Who are the person's parents? What is his background? What are his likes and dislikes? What turns him on? What gets him angry? Who are his friends? Because the friends you move out with will determine what you also do with your life. What type of work does he do? Because the nature of the man's work will determine the way he reasons and thinks or even how he reacts to situations. If his work is more of a, a work that gives pressure, more volatile work that comes with a lot of demand. You, the woman, if you need excessive attention, you have problems. You now enter into the marriage and you are saying that my husband doesn't have time for me. But meanwhile, the work of your husband demands a lot of time. I hear people want, I want to marry a pastor and I laugh at them. You decide to go and marry a pilot. Because you think being a pilot means that he's here. My husband is a pilot. But you've forgotten that marrying a pilot comes with a lot of responsibility. Because he will not be around. He will always be flying. At most, when you have seen him, he just landed. It can be for only some short time. He's going back. Oh, I want to marry a, a, a hostess. So that they will say that my wife is a... You will be there. Sometimes you are bed for weeks. Nobody is by you. It has its own challenge. You go and marry a military man. I want people to see that my husband is a soldier. You will see a soldier proper. You have to know all those things. If your man, husband, I want to marry a bank manager. You have to know the man hours they commit to their job. Sometimes they stay late. Especially when they are closing the account for the year. A whole lot of meetings here and there. It comes with its own stress. So by the time the person gets home, the person is stressed out, is worn out. And that is the time you are also demanding for sex. You are demanding for attention and he's not in the mood because you know sex comes sex is enjoyed when your psychological makeup is is all right because it's an emotional thing and when that is not happening it's not functioning well coffee try to rise up and coffee goes down you have a lot of work to do you think this one is not anything then you have problems with the marriage you are quarreling with your husband it's not him it's the pressure of the work we think marriage is about a title. Oh, my husband is a CEO. My husband is like this. With, with you forgetting that that man you are marrying, his work also defines his attitude. It defines his character. It defines his emotional state. In the same way, it applies to the woman. Because when the woman is also working, depending upon where the woman is working, some of them have to bring their documents home to study overnight. If he's a lawyer or he's a lawyer and a judge or whatever. Or somebody working in an IT firm or somebody who takes decisions for his company. Sometimes they carry their things home. Whilst they are eating, they are flipping through their documents. Their laptop is there. They are working. And that is when the man, you also said, Kofi is not resting. So he want to play romance. You have problems. 
and there will be chaos in the marriage. So you realize that the problems that we have in marriage is as a result of people not really knowing what the partners or they are going to get involved with do for life. They don't even care. As far as the money is coming, that's what they know. Because when people ask them, oh, oh, my husband is a doctor. And they are happy that their husband is a doctor. As a doctor, as a medical doctor, there are certain stress the man goes through. You should know. You should know the hazards that surround your husband's work or your wife's work. You should also know the demands that comes with his life. Some of them are taking care of families. They are taking care of people. They knew some people long before they got married to you. And now that they've got married to you, you want them to stop relating with them. Do you know what contributions those people have made into his life? Before you came to marry him? If those people were not there, would you have had the opportunity to have married the, the person? Because no man is an island. Even in the forest where the trees are, all the trees, they, 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 they supply to each other. In the same thing in human society. So when you have got to marry the person, then you want the person to be only to yourself. The man will not talk, but at a certain point, he will break. And when the pot breaks, the water leaks out. And that is where you start having the problems. That's why you start having and, and now my husband complains a lot. Me, I'm tired about it. No, no, you are not tired. You should know what you are doing. You should first of all ask yourself, what am I doing that is putting stress on this marriage or this relationship? When a person wants to remit some people, so now when he wants to give out money to, to bless some people, he's hiding the money. Because when you see it, you are going to talk about it. You are going to, 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 to create problems around it. So the best thing he has to do is to hide the thing. And when the person begins hiding things from you, then it means that the trust is abused. The next time he can hide bigger things from you and that can break, create problems. Transparency is key as far as marriage relationship is concerned. You the man also, you marry the woman. Immediately you marry the woman. He said, don't talk to this person. I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to talk to this person. No, no, you didn't marry the woman to enslave the woman. You married the woman to have a liberty too. Because she also knew some people before she got attached to you. The best you can do is that get to know your wife-to-be friends and get to know your husband-to-be his friends. If you find some of them that have suspicious characters, you only advise. But you don't impose. And make it a rule. Street rules. Hello? And so we enter into this marriage and people become so much nagging, complaining, and, and, and a whole lot of things because uh, you didn't do this for me. You didn't do that for me. You didn't do it. Bible scripture says that we become like babies. They play a song for us. We don't dance. They did not play to, we don't dance. So, uh, country broke or country no broke, we day inside. Everything you complain. Everything you complain. And yet, you said you want to be in relationship, you want to marry. Do you think it's possible? Some of us, even personally, ourselves, we don't even know how to take care of ourselves. But yet, we say we are old and want to marry. You don't know when. You don't even know as a lady. You don't even know your cycle. You don't know. 
Believe you me, people think it's about age. You can be old, but you don't know. You don't know your cycle. You don't know when you start and when you finished. Whether yours is three days or seven days. You don't. And if you don't know your cycle, how can you enter into marriage? Because based on your cycle, when you enter into marriage, it's all part that forms part of your pregnancy. Because you have to know when ovulation takes place. You have to know when the egg is released. You have to know when you finish with it. You don't have to know your preparation. You have to know your safe period and you have to know your dangerous time. You have to know psychologically what you need, when, what you go through when you are within that period. Because it has its own. Th- Some people, when they are going through it, they lose appetite. Some of them get very, uh, uh, what do you call it, stress. Some of them are in serious pain. They, they, they need to go through a lot of pain and all that. You don't know it. Then you marry into the marriage. Then you go and put that trouble on the man. There are some people during their cycle period, they can't do anything. They are just weak. They just be lying there. And if you don't know these things, when you are caught here, you don't tell the man. When you enter into the marriage and these things start happening, it looks like you are putting bedding on the man. The man will start complaining and you think the man is becoming too much. But if you know this... That is the time you tell the man that look, X Y Z is this. When we this when during my cycle time, this is what I go through. This is exactly A B C D. The man gets to know of it. If there are medical helps or whatever, you seek for it because certain there are medical treatments and all this. You seek for it and all those things. And then because wisdom is not in one man's head, until you migrate into the marriage, so it doesn't become a surprise or a shock for the person. Some of you maybe during your cycle you have to be admitted at the hospital, but the man is not aware. Hello, are you there with me? So little, little things that we conceal or hide because sometimes I don't blame people because sometimes we don't even know. Because we, we don't even study ourselves to know what is our makeup, what turns us on, what gets us angry. But yet we said we want to go into marriage. Some of us cannot be financially disciplined ourselves. But yet, we said we want to marry. Meanwhile, in marriage, you should, you should know how to spend money. You should be prudent in handling resources. That is why I have a philosophy. And the philosophy is that marriage is not based on age. So when you come to me and say you are going to marry, I don't ask you how old are you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because by the time you came to me and tell me you want to marry, it means that you have crossed the age of 18 years. But I see maturity not in terms of age but in terms of your level of thinking and your ability to rationalize your ability to be able to to decode mysteries and come out with answers concerning your life because you can be 35 but you are yet still a baby so you can be 35 years and that does not qualify you to marry or 40 years that does not make mean that you should marry because you don't know how to cook you don't even know how to attend to a man or to treat a man. You don't even know who a man is. Because you were not at home. You didn't learn. Even if your parents were there, you didn't see good example. So you don't know anything. You don't even know how to dress a bed. Because you're in your home, the bed is always being dressed for you. You've not washed before. You use washing machine. You enter into that marriage and a man cannot afford machine, washing machine. What will you do? It's disaster. You don't even know how to use a potawea. When I say, you, 
if right now I bring some here, a lot of people will fail. Because you are used to blender. So provided you marry a guy who is starting, that is why most people don't like the one I've been with. So once they enter into your room, they are looking around. Uh, is this TV for you? Is this cars for you? <laughs> then they enter in your kitchen. Oh, so that is all they knew. They want everything that is set. And you have to know that if everything is set and you also enter in, there is a price to pay. Because you should know that you don't have any contribution there. So if you go in and you are blowing the things, you will pay for it. And you have to know that today's marriage relationship is a give and take affair. Don't think you are going to the marriage for the man to come and pay your light bill and, and, and give you money for cream and for hair and for manicure and pedicure and eyelashes and whatever. Any money they give you, you go and squander it. You have to learn to save to take care of the house. It's a sharing cost marriage. Because now the woman is working, the man is working. Gone are the days where they say the, the, the women will sit at home and, and the men will go and work and come. Now, the, if the man is a hunter, the woman is a lioness. So if you have the lion, you have the lioness. So the lioness will also go and look for meat and come. And then we, you balance the home. If you want more meat in the soup, contribute to it. Amen. So it's important for us to understand some of these things. So most people are having challenges with relationship because we have not considered. The Bible says that which of you, when you want to build a house, will not first sit down and consider the cost. Lest he starts and he's not able to finish and people will mock him. Most people put a lot of money into, mar- into weddings and the weddings end on the rock. And they, they turn up blaming the witch and the wizards and all those things and binding. Sometimes, you do you know we pray some foolish prayers? Are you there with me? Issues of character and attitude, we take it to the devil. Because he also likes it. He's availed himself for him to be blamed. For irresponsibilities on our part. Philip met the Ethiopian eunuch. He was reading Isaiah 50, 51. 53. Sorry, he's reading Isaiah 53 in the book of Acts. Philip met him after the Spirit of God has transported Philip in the Spirit to meet him. And what? He met him in the chariot. He asked him, do you understand what you are reading? The man said, how can I know? Except somebody helps me to understand it. And Philip was able to explain to him. The question is that you want to go into marriage. Do you really understand what marriage entails? And then he came to me, I want to marry another. I asked him, so how many marriage books have you read? He said, none. So you have not read anything about marriage. But yet you said you want to go and marry. As if marriage came from the sky and fell on the ground. Marriage is an institution. And once it's an institution, it has bylaws, it has rules and regulations. It has do's and don'ts. If you don't know them and you enter into it, you will crash. If you meet people who are married and they still love themselves and they are moving on and all this, it is not automatic. It's not automatic. There has been a lot of work that has gone into it. Because the people understand what they are in. And they are ready for it. 
in their Catholic faith, they don't see love. They see commitment. Because to them, commitment is the vital key for every relationship. Because love itself, the definition of love is very challenging. And sometimes you cannot even place it where it belongs. So the best thing that carries people in relationship is commitment rather than love. Because if you said you love somebody, it's questionable. That love can be because now you are seeing the nice part of the lady and that is why you say you love the person. So you are loving for sexual reasons. I'm not in Tama. Immediately you get sexual gratification. That is the end. You hate the person. But when you are committed to something, you go the extra mile. You don't even care. Even if the person doesn't know how to cook after marriage, you help the person to learn how to cook. If the person cannot speak good English, you help the person to learn and to speak well. If the person doesn't know, doesn't have the art or mannerism of going to public, you help the person and teach the person because you are committed. Anything you are committed to, you pay a price for it. So they believe in commitment and I share that idea because commitment is key as far as every relationship is concerned. Ask somebody, are you ready to commit? Or you just want to go and enjoy the benefit? Amen. Somebody tell you the day I will marry. Hey. That day, all my sorrow will end. Go ahead and ask. Then you understand. Marriage is like a building that you are constructing. And for every builder, it takes a lot of time to construct the building he's looking for. Because he has to go back to the plan, he has to come back on the ground and put the thing exactly as it is. It takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort. So if you are not ready to build, then don't go into it. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you.